Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys can see from the title, today we're talking about when God does nothing. And we're coming from the book of Esther chapter 6. So grab your journals. If you've been keeping up with the Esther series, in Esther chapter 5, we talked about how Esther invited Haman and the king to a banquet. The king asked her at the banquet, what is your request? And Esther said, if you and Haman join me for a banquet tomorrow, I will tell you my request. Once Haman was leaving the banquet, he walked out and saw Mordecai. Haman got upset because Mordecai wasn't bowing down and kneeling down to him. So Haman went home and planned. Mordecai's death. Then we get to Esther chapter 6 and it starts off by saying the king wasn't able to sleep that night. It says that night the king could not sleep so he ordered the book of the chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. It was found recorded there that Mordecai had exposed two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway who had conspired to assassinate the king. Then verse 3 says, what honor and recognition has Mordecai received for this? The king asked. Nothing has been done for him, his attendants answered. And as I was reading this, I circled nothing has been done for him because I could personally relate to seasons where it feels like God has done nothing. Have you ever been consistent with your praying and consistent with your fasting or God told you to reach out to somebody? God told you to pour into somebody. God told you to sow into somebody's business. God told you to give something away. God gave you a command and you were obedient and God never rewarded you for it. And of course, we're not treating God like a genie, but it's like, God, I keep showing up. I keep being obedient. I keep doing what it is that you're telling me to do. I applied for the job. I applied for the house. I applied for the car. I'm sewing consistently. I'm doing everything that you're calling me to do. And it looks like nothing is being done in my favor. It just looks like I'm giving, 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 and I'm not receiving anything. And I understand that obedience is important, but I will also like to receive some type of reward for what I'm giving. And I know y'all are perfect Christians. So you're obedient just because you love God and you never expect anything type of harvest you never expect any type of reward but as for me and my house the word of God says give and you shall receive God talks about sowing and harvest season so I'm obedient because I love God but also because I understand that in order to receive everything that he's calling me to everything that he's promised I must stay in alignment I must do my part faith without works is dead so God I'm going to continue to do my works I'm going to continue to have faith but in some seasons it feels like I'm doing all of my part and God is doing nothing. In some seasons, it feels like my prayers are hitting the ceiling. In some seasons, it feels like God has forgotten me. In some seasons, it feels like my work is in vain. In some seasons, it feels like, God, I know that I don't need to treat you like a genie, but I would like to be rewarded. I would like some type of favor. I would like to know that I'm pleasing you. I would like to know that I'm living a life that's satisfying in your eyes. Father God, I'm not trying to treat you like a genie, but I would like to receive some type of harvest for all of the works, the efforts in the sowing that I'm putting in. So what happened when God does nothing? Because remember, Mordecai saved the king's life. It just reminded us that it's written down in the books of record that Mordecai saved the king's life. And this is the same Mordecai that's crying and ripping off his clothes because there's a decree put out to kill the Jews. Mordecai is a Jew. So Father God, the very man whose life I saved approved a decree to kill me and the people that's just like me. Me and my family are now under attack for the man whose life I saved. 
And not only that, God, but the child, the little girl that I raised, Esther, I raised her up and now she's in a royal position and I'm reaching out to her and telling her that there's a decree to kill me and all of the other Jews. And she's saying, let's just pray for three days and I'm going to plan a banquet. And then she's planning another banquet as if this isn't an urgent situation. So it feels like not only is God not doing anything, but the very child that I raised is not doing anything. The very people that I prayed with aren't doing anything. The people that are interceded on their behalf, they're not doing anything. The people that I showed up for when they didn't have anybody else, they're not helping me. And the people that I poured into when it seems like their back was against the wall, I can't call on them. The friends that I was there for, it seems like they're not here for me. The family that I was there for, it seems like they're not here for me. What happens when it feels like God is doing nothing and even the people that you would have thought would do something, the people that you think can do something, It even seems like they're not doing anything because Esther, I came to you urgently crying, letting you know that there was a decree and you told me to pray and fast for three days and then had the audacity to plan not one, but two banquets. My life is in danger and you sitting down eating. My life is in danger and you're sitting down eating with the very man that wants me dead. Haman. Haman is the one that wants me dead. I know who put out the decree. And you're planning a banquet and you're inviting him. If I was Mordecai, I would feel like Esther was the ops. I would feel like Esther was working against me. Not only working against the time because there's still an active decree out, but also the fact that you can sit down and eat with the man that's trying to kill the one that raised you. What happens when God does nothing and even the people that you were there for, the people that you thought would do something, they don't do anything either. But then as we continue to read Esther chapter six, the king says, who is in the court? And the attendants say, Haman is in the court. And the king said, bring him in. When Haman entered, the king asked him, what should be done for the man the king delights to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, who is there that the king would rather honor than me? Because even Haman had thought that the king forgot about Mordecai. Because Mordecai has been overlooked because the king approved of a decree to kill the Jews. So Haman just thought, who else would he be trying to honor other than me? Because clearly he ain't honoring Mordecai. Yeah, I heard that Mordecai saved his life, but we just looked past that. We never addressed that. So Haman automatically assumed that the king was referring to him. But let me tell you about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moves in ways that you will never be able to predict. The Holy Spirit moves in ways that we'll never be able to think. Think of on our own because Esther chapter six starts off by saying that night the king could not sleep. See, God knows how to move in the midst of the night. God knows how to move in the heart of a person in a way that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't say that the king saw Mordecai and then he remembered or Mordecai came to the king and reminded him or Esther went to the king and reminded him. That's the way that I thought it would play out if I was writing the story or if I was in the story, Mordecai must have reminded him or they must to send a letter to him and let him know that hey remember Mordecai is the man that saved your life but it says the king could not sleep that night because the Holy Spirit had him up and God is reminding us today of the power of the Holy Spirit it looks like God is doing nothing it looks like God has done nothing but God says even when you don't see it my Holy Spirit is moving my Holy Spirit woke the king up that night before the second banquet because there was a plot twist all along I know you didn't see how it was going to twist. I know you didn't know how it was going to shift, but my Holy Spirit is moving even when you don't see it. 
Even when it's silence, even when it looks like it's not going to work or shift in your favor, my Holy Spirit is still at work. And my Holy Spirit can move in ways that don't require man's help. My Holy Spirit can move in ways that don't require your manipulation. My Holy Spirit can move in ways that don't require you and all the knowledge that you think you have. I woke the king up to remind him of Mordecai. Mordecai didn't have to do a thing, even though it may have felt like he was overlooked, felt like he was forgotten, felt like nothing was being done. In my perfect timing, my Holy Spirit caused everything to shift and even confused the enemy that was working against Mordecai. Because Haman said, what other man would the king be honoring other than me? So now Haman is coming up with all this big plan. Oh, I think you should do this. And I think you should do that because he thinks he's planning his own celebration. And then it says in verse 10, the king said, go at once. The king commanded Haman, get the robe and the horse and do just as you have suggested for Mordecai the Jew. I love that he said the Jew, because remember, Haman is the one that got the king to approve the decree to kill the Jews. And now the king is saying, do just as you have suggested for Mordecai, the Jew who sits at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything you have recommended. And what God showed me is all of this happened before the second banquet. Haman left the first banquet so excited that the queen was inviting him. But little did he know. This wasn't a celebration for him. This was actually a setup. And God is saying to us today, even when it looks like I have forgotten you, there's a plot twist. I'm a plot twist type of God. And even the one that's trying to attack you, it's actually working according to my plan. And that's today's seed, the according to his plan seed. Because I must remind myself that even in situations where it feels like I'm being attacked, even in situations where it feels like I'm forgotten and God doesn't see how faithful I've been. God doesn't see how committed I've been. God doesn't see how faith-filled I've been. Even in those situations where I'm being attacked and my anointing is being questioned, God said it's all working according to my plan because my Holy Spirit is always moving even when you don't see it. So the attacks and the plots and the setbacks and the people talking and them talking down and sharing their opinions and acting like you're less than what I told you you are, I need you to understand that all of those attacks are working according to my plan. And you can sell the according to his plan seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. It's all working according to his plan. Even when it feels like God is doing nothing, he said, my Holy Spirit is always moving, even in ways that you don't see it. So don't be discouraged or don't feel like I have left or forsaken you because you're under attack because the attacks are working according to my plan. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to receive this fresh revelation, Father God. Thank you for reassuring us, Father God, me and every person under the sound of my voice, that when we enter seasons where it feels like you're not doing anything, where it feels like we're forgotten or we're overlooked or we're forsaken or we're constantly under attack for things that we don't even deserve, Father God. We've been faithful. We've been consistent. We're steadily standing on your faith, Father God. Thank you for showing us that even the attacks will 
will work according to your plan because that's how much of a good father you are, Father God, that your Holy Spirit is always working in alignment with your will. And all we have to do is continue to seek first your kingdom, continue to stay on our face, continue to stay in your presence because just like Mordecai, when it shifts in our favor, it won't be because of our manipulation. It won't be because of our hand, but simply because that's the type of father that you are, Father God. So today we sow the according to his plan, which is according to your plan, because that's what we're going to stand on and believe in, even when it feels like you're not doing anything. Father God, we thank you for being faithful. We thank you for making a way out of no way. And we thank you for having our life perfectly crafted in your hand, Father God. We surrender our knowledge and our mindset to you, Father God. And we say, let your will be done. Because once again, you've shown us that your thoughts and your ways are far beyond ours, Father God. We sow the according to his plan seed because that is what we're going to stand on and believe in all of 2024. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and Podcast. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.